Part 1 4800 Ring Era Chapter 1 Waking or sleeping, it mattered not. Odin could no longer tell the difference, or perhaps he was caught between the two. His time with Gudrun and Frick had blurred all lines while it opened his mind, until at last he could no longer say whether the things he saw were real or figments of his own tortured mind. But he did see them. Bor, his father, once the strongest man Odin had ever known. Head tall, the flicker of torchlight illuminating his short red beard as he led the war party into the night. Odin had never known why his father had gone out that night, but he knew now. There had been whispers of an Asir village beset by something out of the mists. Trolls, maybe, his father had said. In daylight, the Wodanaz tribe might well have raided such a village, but Bor had gone out into the night, into the mists, to protect them from the Vetter, gone out and never returned. Father, Odin mumbled, half aware he was talking in his sleep. On the edge of his mind he knew Frick had placed a hand on his forehead, hoping to comfort him against visions she couldn't see. He could shut them out, leave them behind. Gudrun had taught him such things. But then he would never see his father again, not while Odin walked Midgard. And, given his newfound immortality, that could mean forever. A separation so final, so absolute, keeping Odin from reuniting with his parents and his ancestors. And he had taken the apple without giving it a moment's consideration. Eden had made him a god, but there was a price. Solitude. He was a god doomed to walk the world without those who had shaped him. So he could not resist the vision, the call to see what his father had seen, the temptation to understand a life that wasn't his own, and yet felt so close. Bor and his men were greeted with screams as they reached the village. The people no doubt feared a raid, unable to conceive that other men would come just to help them. No, not simply other men. Bor, Odin's father, had been a hero. Hadn't he? Not just to his sons, not even just to his own people. To mankind. And Odin had failed to live up to his legacy. Snow crunched under Bor's knees as he knelt to examine a depression. In the torchlight, in the mist... Maybe he couldn't see it for what it was, but Odin could see. A footprint. One so massive his father's whole body could have crouched in it. The footprint of the Jotun Emer. Was any of this real? Or had Odin's mind built this vision from the bits and pieces he had learned in visiting the remains of the village, from the tales Loki had spun of these events? Odin's heart pounded in his chest, apt to burst through his ribs, he wanted to scream at his father, shout a warning back to that time, near two years past, a warning his father would never hear. Instead, the silence was broken by a crash like thunder as a house exploded, spraying splinters and thatch over Bor and his men. Through the mists, Odin could only see to the giant's waist as he trod forward, but he knew the thing, the blue tint of his skin, the iron plates covering his legs. Bor spun leveling Gulknir against a foe far beyond his ken. Emer's bellow drowned out the battle cries of Bor and his warriors. The giant surged forward, smashing one warrior with his hammer. Bor never hesitated, never backed down, charging the monster. 
Emer batted the spear away, and it embedded itself in the same tree Odin had found it in days later. The giant snatched up Bor in one hand and hefted him to his face. From his head jutted a granite horn stretching nearly ten feet long. His icy breath stung Bor's face and numbed his legs. Emer kicked away another of Bor's warriors, remaining focused on Odin's father's face and meeting his gaze. And then the giant spoke, his voice like the rumbling of a glacier. His words were foreign and unknowable, except Odin could have sworn he made out one word. Hell, the dire goddess of Niplem, mistress of the Niflunger. Emer squeezed his fist and Odin screamed, feeling his bones snap as his father's had. He jolted upward, roaring at nothing, suddenly feeling stifled by the tent above them.